You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Hello, Ian Anser Gray here. Welcome to the 15th bonus episode of the Confident Live Marketing Show as we run up to episode 200 and the fourth anniversary. As always, we are diving into the archives and looking at some amazing interviews I had with amazing people. And in today's episode, I'm looking back at the interview I did with Shelley Nathan and also with Grace Duffy. We're talking about why live video and also some strategies and cool things like that. Well, without further ado, let's go and who are we going to ask first? I'm going to go uh, to Shelley Nathan. Now, I met Shelley for the first time just over a it was actually a year ago uh, in Orlando, Florida at VidFest. It was great to meet her there and then I got on the show. Um, so yeah, let's let's interview Shelly. And she gave loads of tips on YouTube and what's changing uh, and some new cool things. Maybe not so new now, but let's dig in. This is a great question. Uh, and it's one that I think you've probably been asked uh, a few times in the past, which is when it comes to live streams, how do we get more viewers to our live streams? The most viewers I've had live at any one time has been 72, which I mean, I think 72 is actually I think 72 is a lot, actually. I don't think I've ever had 72 viewers in in a live stream, except for like if I was broadcasting like previously, like on a bigger channel like TubeBuddy, I have never had 72 on my personal channel. So first of all, put that in perspective, that's a lot of people. (laughs) But um, to answer your question, are there some things that you could do to help with that? I don't know if you've seen, but YouTube has also announced recently some new changes up and coming to live streaming. So I'm going to talk about both and then come back to the question. But one is going to be going live together. I know this is something they've been working on for like two years. It's basically like Instagram live where you go live with two people like on your mobile phone. That's rolling out very, very soon or already like starting in beta. There's also the live ring indicators that are showing um, that basically someone is live which is awesome. There's also after the channel live stream is over, they have these redirects where you can go in and put them onto like a premiere on your channel or a different channel, which is interesting and new. And then they also have new live question and a uh, like question and answer type of experiences coming soon. And then like this full screen so you can have the chat on screen or not. So it's really interesting how much they're developing the live platform. But if you think about what are the tools that are available to you now to increase your likelihood of going live? One, scheduling an event in advance. Um, two, making sure that you post in the community tab a few days before or the day of that you're going live and let people know. Three, if you have an email list, make sure that you're tagging it and letting people know a couple days before as well as like, hey, in an hour as like a, a reminder. If you have a guest coming on, making sure that they can do something like um Restream has a great feature like we're using, I think, with pairs, so you can have it also broadcast on their channel. There's also the option to have a trailer. So you can upload. I tried one. It turns out you have to have at least um, 20 seconds or more. I tried to do one, I think, as like a short or something. It was like 15 seconds. So it says it must be 20 or 30 seconds. So you can create a trailer that people can watch before the live, which is amazing if you think about it and say like, hey, this is what we'll be talking about, or this is my guest, or whatever you want to do, or hey, you know, respond with your questions, or also use your other platforms, such as what are questions that you have, put them out on Instagram as like a poll or a story or something like that, start using those things, bring people over into the live stream. And then um, also multi-streaming can also help as well to build up your audience. So those would be my tips. Wow. Brilliant tips there from Shelly. And 
I've I've dabbled with quite a few of those things. I like the idea of trailers and also redirections and things like that. I haven't spent a huge amount of time on it, but uh, it's definitely a cool thing to do if you are doing some live streams. And actually, it should have been something that I did last week for the book. And of course, just to let you know that the most amazing marketing book ever is out on the Kindle edition. This is the one that uh, Mark Schaefer and his Rise community have created. It's a new book that is uh, basically 36 different authors, uh, a chapter each. So there's 36 chapters. I contributed to the chapter on live streaming. So if you go to iag.me forward slash amazing, iag.me forward slash amazing, you can find out a little bit more about that. Well, let's go to Grace, uh, Grace Duffy. Uh, and uh, we were talking about why live video and how she does it. Let's uh, go back to when she was talking about why live video. I am a naturally curious person. I'm a data gatherer and an input gatherer, and it's probably not a surprise how I ended up being a news producer because it's, just, it's that endless gathering and getting the information. But mostly I love talking to other people. I love getting their ideas. And I think when I engage with other people, you and I were talking about this prior to the show about being an external processor. That's someone who you have your ideas in your head, but they have to come out. And it's only when you talk to someone else about it or you engage with that idea in a conversation form and in some sort of dialogue that it really comes into fruition. And that's very much what I am like. I, I think that ideas come to my head, but it's not until I talk about them with someone else or I hear their input on it that it really crystallizes, that it really mm. goes out there. So for me, it's about that I know that interaction, the human interaction and connecting people and connecting ideas. And I've always been drawn to that idea of using technology to connect ideas to bigger things, right? To know whether that is, oh, this might be woo-woo. <laughs> might be too woo-woo, but I'll have to leave the show. Good thing I like <laughs> just press the off button. But it's just, it's a, that, that thing that connects you to the rest of the world and that idea that you can, one, have two ideas in your brain at the same time, two contradictory ideas. And although you might not agree or you might not see it the same way, that those two things can exist in the same universe and many other things can exist in the same universe. And I love those ideas and that openness. And I think the more that we connect and talk to each other and be real with another, one another, the better it is for all of us. I was like, I, I feel like we should be singing Kumbaya and holding hands across the camera, Ian, because I've just gone woo-woo on you. But to me, it's just about that bigger, you're doing the show on Confidence Live, but I think it's about a bigger connection. It's about a, yeah. it's about yeah. relating these big ideas, but in a small scale. <laughs> I love Grace. Uh, yeah, one of the research that's going on about woo-woo is like, in my plan, my aim in the show is to to talk about the facts and to, to you know talk about the the real stuff and not to get too woo woo but I you know I'm a big believer in the uh, in connection as well so I think um, I totally I totally agree with that I think that's great stuff well I'm gonna go to Shelley again uh, let's see what Shelley has to say I can't remember actually what this clip is so let's just play it like live video is not about being perfect but it can still be such an issue and it holds so many people back or overcomplicating things and so how do we get over that Shelley come on so, 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 help us the <laughs> <laughs> savior day so actually this is interesting because it coincides with the lesson that I had last week on my 
Thursday show. And I was talking about there's two specific instances. One is based on this parable. And one is just based on a person who was reading it and then wanted to apply it to their own situation. So in both instances, it was perfectionism versus basically production, like quantity versus quality. And if you think about it, so the story goes that there was a pottery class and he decided, the professor on the first day, we're going to divide the class into two halves and say, right side of the room, you guys are going to be based on the quantity of work that you have. So I'll bring in a bathroom scale, 50 pounds or more of products is going to be an A, 40 pounds of B, so on and so forth. And then on the opposite side of the room, he said, y'all are only going to be graded on one, you only have to produce one piece, but it has to be like your best piece. It, it needs to be basically perfect. And he said, what they found is at the end of the semester, it was always the people that were from the quantity group that ended up also producing the highest quality because as they would make ugly pieces and learn from their mistakes and tweak and, and grow, the people who theorized and thought all about how to make the perfect piece and what it would actually be, their pieces ended up being like really not good. And it was just, they had a lot of theories, but then in execution, they didn't have much. And then this other person decided to do it with photography and they said number of pictures and the other quality. And they said at the end, it was always the quantity of pictures had the best quality of pictures and they had, um, so many different lessons learned from composition to everything in the Lightroom and how to produce. And the people who are only focused on trying to produce the one quality piece had nothing but theories and mediocre photos is what they said. And so a lot of the time, quantity breeds quality because just like live streaming, right? The first few are like mind numbing, inducingly scary. And then the others are just like, oh, it's, it's no big deal, even though the video and audio and everything stopped working, but we're going to keep going. We will persist. And it's, it's really about that. And I think where a lot of us come in is, oh, this one, it needs to be great. It needs to be perfect. It needs to be whatever. And last week, Keely and I, we could not connect like together on, on the live stream. So I think I, I got booted out of the live stream four times and came back in. You make it a joke. It's not a big deal. We're having a good time. We're still learning. Everyone's rooting for me. You can stay in there this time. You're going to stay on screen. And it's fine because I think that's more endearing than trying to only ever be perfect because then you build up this entire thing. You can't make mistakes. You can't be human. You can't be like, and that's a worse feeling to be in because mm -hmm. we all make mistakes. And so if you think about that, you just toss it all out. We're all just humans trying our best to muddle along until one day we die. <laughs> so if you think about it, that is the, that's the thing, right? It's, so what if one person didn't like your live stream? So what if 99 yeah. other people did, that's what, that's what is important or you learn something or whatever else. There's so many other problems in life. That's not one of them. You just got to put it out there because you're never going to get to the perfection or quality until you run through quantity. <laughs> I still laugh at that because and then we die. Basically, that's that's a good good way of looking at it, isn't it? You know, if you're worrying about things, life is short, so don't don't stress, don't stress about it. And I'm never one of these people that says live streaming is for everybody. As I think about re redoing the show, we're going to be focusing on perhaps other things as well, podcasting, confidence, um, that kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it is f the final interview now uh, is back with Grace and 
I'm always interested in how people plan and how many how how people do things. And Grace is so super, she's super organized. So I love this from Grace. So uh, yeah, let's let's go back to Grace. I use a spreadsheet actually, a doc like that. But I use it as a spreadsheet, and on one side I have because I'm usually doing it with someone else. I have cues. I have the content, the talking points, and then the other side, like the tech cues. So bring up this comment, drop this link. And so I have it written out as a spreadsheet looking thing. And then at the top is the, when we're doing videos, like the hook, the description, the audience, and then I do all the SEO planning. So the title, the description, and I run that through some tools to just make sure that it ranks well. And then the key, then our tags and our key links and just make sure that we're hitting that. But for the most part, the the emphasis is always on the talking points, keeping it on schedule. And I don't think I would do a show without that. I think that is, but I interviewed someone the other day that was like, I don't want to know any of that. Just get me on camera. <laughs> and it ended up being, he was a guest, I was the host. And so it ended up being like this really amazing conversation. And he kept hinting at this project that he was doing and even though it was off the script, I was like, okay, what is this project you're doing? And his whole body lit up. He unplugged himself, was running around his office, gathering all his like action figures and toys and different things he wanted to show me about this new project. And it was just like, so yeah, that was a moment where even though we had this really structured plan, it just went completely off the rails, but it ended up being the best show ever because he was talking about something that he truly genuinely loved. And it wasn't this buttoned up thing. And I love that I can, live video allows you to do that. Can you imagine doing that on like a television production, like for the BC? They'd probably like, oh my gosh, you're a queen calling you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And that reminds me, uh, that Grace's story there of why structure is important, planning is important, but don't be too rigid. If you have a guest on they and you start to feel that the conversation is going somewhere else, if it is something you're curious about and interested in, go with it. Because the likelihood is that your audience will too. Don't be so rigid in the questions. And I, as a as a guest on other people's shows, I personally just like to, you know, I, it, it's sometimes nice to have questions in advance on a structure, but sometimes it's just nice to just go with the flow and uh, follow your curiosity. And as I've probably mentioned a few times in the last few weeks, that's really what I'm trying to do at the moment. As I thinking about the the next year, I'm trying to be try to rekindle my curiosity. I think that's really important. So, what makes you curious? What are you passionate about? Are you just focusing on the stuff that you were curious about in the past? Maybe things have changed. That's certainly where I'm headed at the moment. Not quite sure where, but we'll we'll see. Um, Okay, now I will be announcing, I might uh, be announcing at the beginning of this, I might kind of put a little bumper on or something about the 200th episode. It's coming very soon, but I'm just putting the, just doing a few, I need to keep saying this, but I am uh, just doing a few final touches to that. Um, and I will announce that very soon. But that's it for this week. Thank you so much for watching, for listening. This is a podcast at iag.me forward slash podcast. It's also a live show, uh, although this has been pre-recorded this week as, as the bonus episodes have been. But uh, you can follow me at on YouTube or Facebook, Ian Anderson Gray. Well, that's it for this week, uh, I think. Yeah, it is. So I will see you soon. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon.
Thanks for watching the Confident Live Marketing Show with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time,